And welcome to the Wilco Show featuring Mitch. No, 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 Pete, Pete, it's Pete. Oh, that is good, Robbo. That is real good. Well, you know, like the first episode was Mitch, right? And so you set a precedent and I just thought that's who it was. I thought that was the voice that was always going to be. And I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that he's, he's not here, right? It was, it was pretty informative, the Mitch episode. <laughs> it's really gone, it's gone, no offense to Mitch, up in comedy, down in value. <laughs> I think uh, there is no Pete here today. So this is the Wilco show featuring Pete, which doesn't have Pete. Mitch isn't here either. However, I have Neil Robinson in the uh, what are we calling this? It's actually called the cage. This room. It's um, yeah, it's something. Uh, it looks like an old car park. Um, this might have been an old car park. This building. No, it just looks like you know maybe if you um you bought a nineteen thirties house and uh, it was built for a Morris Minor, so it's not huge. But you can put some some shelves up the back and maybe hang a surfboard from the roof. I would love this place to be my house. Actually, I never even thought of it with the chair over there and the. I'll put some photos on. Uh, see if so where it's filmed on uh, the Facebook page, which is the Wilco Show featuring Pete. If you type that into Facebook with spaces, Neil. G'day. It's uh, seven forty-seven. Thanks for coming in early. No, yeah. this is. Ah, oh, you know, it's not that early. But you did give me a coffee because I was running late, and I appreciate that. I I needed a coffee. Yeah, I've also. I was just telling, I've also uh, lost my wallet and <laughs> the range of area it could be is a disaster for me. I haven't been robbed yet. I've checked. However, I have to go and pay for a car. $860 if I get my car serviced. Did you get the, tel- the Tesla or like <laughs> no, what? I didn't. It's still a Mazda. <laughs> uh, it was a major service. I was expecting in the vicinity of about 500. However, they call you and he says, your car's ready to be picked up. And I said, no problems, how much? And he goes, you're not going to like this. Did did they not give you the estimate before? No estimate. No, oh man. I I didn't ask, I didn't ask, but still. Yeah, I I try and be blase on that one. I try and be like, yeah, yeah, here's my car, man. You know, I just just give it a service, do whatever. Like, no. Is it going to uh, cost me? Because I have no idea about cars. Apparently now I need... I've got an oil leak, oh. which I don't. Because <laughs> I park in the same spot all the time. There's no mark on the road or the driveway. Uh, and they're like, it's going to be $680 to get this part in from Mazda. <laughs> so I told Mitch, and Mitch being the uh, very clever soul that he's like, oh, no, I'll just look on the on this website. I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you off, off another car. This is, this is why it should be. Mitch, not Pete. Did Pete offer? No, Pete. No. I don't even Pete checks his car bill. I'm worried that Pete's going to listen to this later, but hopefully he just scrubs through like uh, your last guest. Pete, Pete. <laughs> yeah, that was savage by Sarah. I've <laughs> listened to all your podcasts collectively for one minute. It's like listening to the in- intro and then tuning out. And she was so like, yeah, I've listened to them all. And I, th- I really feel that she... Uh, she put her head up above the trenches there. <laughs> she, I mean, if you're going to put your head up, room. you want to be a good shot. She and she was shit. Room. Yeah. Um, I did actually bump into someone that we know riding my bike at 11 p.m. last night on the corner, on the, uh, what's the roundabout? Off, uh, like, if it was Fitzroy Street, I swear no. I didn't know them, honey. <laughs> no, it was McRobinson's Bridge. Will Tian. Will Tian. Will Tian said, I've been listening to your podcast and you're right. That chick who was on does have a great laugh. 
<laughs> she does. Yeah. She but, laughs at uh, everything. Have you been listening to the podcast? Me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, did you release something last night? No, no, I didn't release anything so Sunday, Sarah Monday. So was the last thing. So Sarah I, was Saturday. Oh, yeah. I think I listened to that while walking the dog on Sunday. So I think I'm up to date. Uh, as yeah, long yeah. as I can remember what happens today, <laughs> I'm good. I can tell you while you're doing these podcasts, you actually forget everything that you talk about and you have to re-listen. And I'm pretty open with people. I laugh at this podcast. <laughs> I laugh at the jokes that everyone makes. If you talk to my wife, she'll say that I laugh at all of my jokes anyway. Um, so I'm pretty sure I'll listen back and yeah. I'll have a giggle. I don't know why people do that. Why are you laughing at your own jokes? Because well, they're I'm, funny. Because I'm funny, yeah. But why is that a taboo? <laughs> I think we're meant to be demure. We're, we're like that English society, you know, where you are... Um, you don't, you don't get... Um, oh, it's not preponderance. It's you don't get um, too up yourself. You, you've got to, you know, be demure. You've got to, you know, let other people let your actions speak for yourself. Yeah, but I, I can't control my laughter when it's the podcast <laughs> as hilarious as this. Uh, I've uh, I've taken to being finding like the worst jokes, the worst jokes on the internet, like the driest, shittest puns you can ever find, and then trying to tell them to my wife. I get about like three words in and just start giggling. What's the best like dad joke? Oh, there's hundreds. There's hundreds. Like um, stuff like uh, a mushroom walks into the bar and the bartender says, look, mate, so I can't serve you. He says, why not? I'm a fun guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Or why did the bicycle fall over? I was too tired. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, that's see? smart, though. Yeah, there's some of, feel, them, are dumb, some some, of them are smart. Yeah, I feel like sometimes those jokes are really clever. And someone looks at me and is like, yeah? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I struggle with that one. I, I wonder sometimes whether my joke's too clever or I whether it it's is. too dumb. No, you're a smart guy. And I, I feel you explaining them. Yeah, I feel you outsmart everyone on the jokes. I sometimes feel that. And then my wife just stares at me. Well, even my high school mates, they just stare at me like, no, no, mate, we got it. We just thought oh. it was shit. But you're laughing. I'm laughing then doesn't and matter. explaining it to him. So not only am I laughing at my own joke, which is uncouth as we've discussed, but I'm also <laughs> suggesting that they're dumb by having to explain the joke to them. Oh, it's like a double barb. Yeah. People must think you're a real jerk. No, they do. It's, it's true. <laughs> um, I've learned to embrace that. Do you, do you watch comedians? Like, do you watch Dave Chappelle or you, did you watch Seinfeld or anything Seinfeld, like that? Seinfeld, as everyone, is just... Yeah, they I, did everything. I really think that Siobhan, and I did cop a bit of heat from her about this. I never said she didn't like it. I just said she was uh, nonchalant about it. You said it. she didn't get it. Yeah, no, she said... She said, you said she's meh about it. She's meh. Yeah, that's it. She's meh. I think they're exact words, if I recall. Yeah. And she said, I don't know why you told everyone that. <laughs> I do like Seinfeld. I just don't get it. Yeah, this is why I'm really hoping that my wife doesn't listen to this because I'm sure to throw under the bus but for But the best thing about shows like that, they say, well, you know, people who don't like it are like, it's a show about nothing. I'm like, yeah, that's their tagline. Exactly. <laughs> that's what, haven't you seen the, haven't you seen the, uh, the where they're piloting NBC? Is it NBC? Yeah. Yeah. With their own show. Yeah. What's the show? It's about nothing. Yeah. Um, did you, sorry, did you see there's a Twitter account, which is like, if Seinfeld was still running, existed or today, existed today, brilliant account. Oh my God. Really so clever. Good. What, do you, what do you reckon those people, like, are they just naturally very talented who make these parody accounts? Like, cause that's a, I mean, it's not a full-time job, but it's got to be close. I reckon they do something like you're doing here. I reckon they pull in their mates. Like, they're like, Hey, hey, hey. 
and they make a joke. I don't know, like Jerry would be like, oh, "What's the deal with mobile phones?" It's not bad. Oh no, that. Like, I think bad. your voice is a bit deep. Yeah, it's but hard it's not for bad. me to know. Cause yeah, like I mean, it's head. your voice. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. you've never known a different voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, allegedly, I used to have a high-pitched voice when I was young, but I don't remember that. That was. That I was I remember bad. I was teased at primary school for my high voice, and may, no, actually, maybe even like year seven. At, at your private school, do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> do you reckon uh, hey, I'm, I'm doing well to hardly <laughs> private school because I like that's my that's my uh, arm my arm on on Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that you're less private than his yeah, private school. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's less private than his private school. Yeah. The uh, no, and I remember getting teased. However, my voice and my mum will back me up on this. My voice never broke. Oh, like dude. it didn't. I didn't go through a stage. As far as I remember, I literally woke up one day and had my voice. Really? That's weird. I went through like twelve months of the worst blowouts ever. Yeah. Like, uh, and then uh, in uh, history class, we had the... Uh, mm, that's hard. Yeah, no, it was not cool. What causes that? Um, I think it's the gravity of your balls, your massive balls just <laughs> dropping. Is um, that, si- is that like, science? Yeah, no, science. Definitely science. It's like when you stand up and you get the this, head This sounds like a bit of Pete's facts. No, no, no. It's fully <laughs> legit. It's, it's like totally What are you saying? Legit. Pete's facts aren't legit? <laughs> I, I, I enjoy his enthusiasm I uh, enjoy good He's not good sure of that He's really not sure of that uh, And if you need to You know perhaps Roll with some new Let's call them alt facts Ooh There's no politics on this podcast okay, Neil. No 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 politics We're trying to We're trying if to, we're trying to entertain everyone pe- If you want to roll with some Pete facts to perhaps illustrate a point, then there is a point to that. If you're fans of Kellyanne, uh, Neil doesn't necessarily <laughs> represent the future of this show. Yeah, yeah, because Kellyanne Conway's got nothing else to do but listen to this party. <laughs> Mate, I don't think she does. Well, that's it. You know, you've had some pretty big shout-outs. Well, uh, yeah, we've got, mate, we've got some other guests coming up and you really got to question how you get people like this when you just... Well, I mean, you know, I mean, when they hear Pete, I really wonder why anyone signs up to this shit, to be honest. <laughs> That said, a TV network signed up to do uh, Knitted Abroad, so... Yeah, that is a great show. It's... He's very clever. Like, I know that Pete's been called the Carl Pilkington of this show. <laughs> um, but they are very clever people. I, I struggle with it so, so much. Like, it is so much cringe watching a uh, bloke... It's hard. And... Really deeply questioned. Like, surely he's got some self-awareness, and at some point, like, he knows that they're making fun of him. So surely you would go out of your way to like look up <laughs> Wikipedia on anything. Maybe he just does it for the money. Like he probably does, but that means he's 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 aware, and he is now playing a character so well, yeah. which is almost more impressive. What do you reckon he's like? Like, do you reckon that's him? I reckon that's him. Like, if you went and had a beer with him and he's one of your mates, I reckon that'd be him. It has to be. Like, it is there, too authentic. There is a fantastic uh, page. Actually, I'll put this. God, I've got a lot of work to do on this Will Crusher Facebook page. Uh, the behind you. Start making notes. <laughs> the uh, and it's like it's like the top twenty things that Carl Pilkington said, oh, and God. they like I, I just can't explain how funny they are. Like, uh, and I'm going to forget the. I, can't, I have the memory of like an 80 year old man. Hang on, I'm going to throw in a Paris Hilton one, which is just to, to give you some time. Okay. Here. She was like, 
I've, I've seen a lot of buffalo in my time, but I just I don't understand why their wings are sm- so small. They, they couldn't fly with these. Or something. That's not real. It's No, look, I, I can't remember the exact words. But, but surely talking, that's not. No, no, that's for real. She was legit, like, thought buffalo wings were came from buffalo. Yeah. Um, and not like the... Is Buffalo a state? No, it's a, it's, it's a town. Uh, here's a good one from Carl Pilkington. A slug is always on its own. It's a lonely insect. He, where does he come up with this stuff? I, Seriously. I, I can't... Have you ever seen a slug with a mate, though? No. See, he's right. That's why he's the smartest man. Yeah, but... I feel like it's got to be wrong inherently, but... If you're, if you're listening and you're not driving... Look up, it's by BuzzFeed, and it's the 28 most subtly ingenious things Carl Pilkington has ever said. And it was, like, I don't understand why people take pictures of mimes. Everyone looks like a mime in a picture. (laughs) 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 And there is a fantastic one. This is the best one. People who live in a glass house have to answer the door. (laughs) (laughs) it's there i'll post the link it's you read it and it'll just give you a nice little chuckle on this tuesday i'll get this podcast out today all right or should it be midweek whatever i don't care i don't have a i don't have a strategy for these things (laughs) i've I've listened to it now i'll listen to it again maybe maybe if you release it in a week that'll give me a chance to catch up on double listening to all the other ones so that that way i can double listen to this one okay well pete and i'll be film we'll be filming We'll be filming. We'll be recording filming. later tonight. Okay. So that'll be tomorrow. Double days. Oh, we've done nine. This is our ninth episode. I can't remember when we started. Maybe a week and a half this ago. This is ten. This is nine. This is nine. Is it? I'm going to look it up. Oh, God. I'm not sure what podcast <laughs> I'm up to. <laughs> oh, where's Pete when you need him? <laughs> this is, this <laughs> oh, it's all falling um, we've had a, We had a discussion with Sarah and she said, why, isn't, why aren't Damn, you banking these? Is it nine? Oh, thank God. Um, why aren't you banking these and releasing them? And I thought, why? We've set such a high... Uh, well, you, your conversation's so topical. You wouldn't want to hold it. Depends about what you mean by topical. <laughs> I mean, you know, like talking about growing up in private schools and, you know, what you did on the weekend. Uh, we're like, going to leave this private. I feel we alienate people if we talk about private schools. Yeah, man. Like I went to... I was going to say the most private school in Melbourne, but at the time it was the most expensive private school in Melbourne. I am, I am a product of the same system to you guys. I'm going to go interview people that I don't know from now on. <laughs> just <laughs> random people. There is there is a, a justice centre next door that you could potentially, you know, just grab some people that come from a different background. Yeah. Um, Do you ever, you know, through the city, because mm. obviously we, we actually work across the road from each other. Yeah. Which is quite weird because the first time that uh, V2 moved into this office... I think I sent a Snapchat out the window not knowing you were there and I got one back with you giving me the finger through the window. No, man. It was seriously... (laughs) I told a few people this. I'm not sure if I told you this, but you moved offices. I saw like, you know, like your Instagram feed or your Snapchat feed. You know, you you get little snippets of people's life. You know, you're packing up one office last day in this office, giving it away, whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. He's moving office. And I didn't think about it, whatever. And I'm, I'm just working away, working away. And then one day, honestly, this is like three months down the track, I get a snap, which is like you just pointed down the street across a tram stop like, yo, this is life. I'm like, dude, dude, that's that, that thing in the background. That's my work. You should like next time you're in the area, let me know. Like, uh, I, took I live this, here. <laughs> I took this from outside my work. Yeah. 
fuck. I yeah. was offended that you didn't realise where I worked. I so I that when you moved in across the road, that you didn't tell me that you worked across the road. I just thought you kept working in Footscray. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's true. Like I didn't. I'm not quite as uh, as prolific on the Instagram and the snaps. You, well, I don't know. You're not bad. <laughs> let's be honest. The uh, your job, cool company. I've got the most boring job. What I've, do you mean? I've tried so hard. What if your boss be- listens to this? <laughs> hey Jules, how you doing? Yeah, uh, we don't know whether we have three hundred ninety-two subscribers or just over a thousand because I can't read the analytics <laughs> because I don't know what it means, oh, which is ironic because that's wait, my job. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! So all the facts which have been spouted to this point about how many subscriber numbers could potentially be Pete's facts? Uh, that could be Pete's facts. Most importantly, Ooh. I want over a thousand because uh, Pete wants fame. Yeah, of course. Uh, I also want 392 because for our Mayday bar tab, <laughs> that's very important that it remains about around that price range. I did think about uh, offering the podcast a sponsorship. Maybe, maybe I'd organise a third microphone so you and Pete wouldn't uh, wouldn't have to share and kiss and, and cuddle. Jeez, we get close um, on that mic. But I was trying to work out what I could get in return. I was thinking maybe maybe the second name in the title could you know be subbed like you know like bicycling we. Look, we're not going to get too into it, but they often have multiple companies' names as their, okay. as their thing. So you got um, uh, Orica Scott. Yep, yep. So instead of being the Wilco Show featuring Pete, you know, for the week it could be the Wilco Show featuring Neil. And you know, and uh, private right. sponsorship. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm happy to flick Pete for private sponsorship. <laughs> I reckon what, he'd be cool too because he wants that other mic. What's What's Mitch uh, willing to do to you know, get back into the? Mitch is the well. Mitch is the backbone. Oh, okay. I so mean, he's, he's, I, he's putting in work behind the scenes. Yeah, I reckon, you know, Mitch is... Could he put in more for, you know, a, a secondary billing? He does have an APN. <laughs> <laughs> but he also has a non-compete, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think... Uh, no, nah, Mitch, uh, Mitch is a secret weapon. Okay. Because I got a lot of feedback from that first episode going, that was really informative. And then episode two, that was really funny. Oh, and what do you want to be? I want to be a bit of both. Yeah, okay. All right. So I kind of need to need to sort of pick. So if we take it back half a class. Hold on. I just reckon All Mitch. Right. I reckon Mitch is the uh, is that classic Aston Martin or BMW, you know, that you save for the weekend. You okay. save it when you want to impress all your mates. Pete's the one you bring out that's like, yeah, the cool pair of sneakers that are like, they're a bit run down, but they're kind of still funny. Is that savage? That's my shocked face. It's, oh, hard, to, it's hard to say on a podcast, but Uh-oh. that was my shocked face. Is that mean? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like you've given Mitch a car, right? Not necessarily giving him a car, but you, yeah, I've you've given Pete some new sneakers. A, a car to him. <laughs> what car are you attributing therefore to Pete? Are we talking like Daihatsu? Oh, <laughs> but a faded red one, oh. so it still gets you around. Oh, did it used to be maroon, and now it's just oh. like, and one panel yeah, is the one different color. One panel's grey. Oh, maybe man. the bonnet's grey. That is savage. No, like I'm, I thought it was savage before. It's kind of ironic because Pete drives a better car than all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It uh, does. No, nah, okay. So, you, Lonely Planet, talk to us. Um, yeah, awesome company. Really weird because I had mates who worked there when it was a massive like dot com era, like startup behemoth. Like five hundred people in the Footscray offices. They were they were taking over the the ha- the um not the houses, the offices and shit next door. And um, they all got the flick, you know. Books weren't quite selling quite as amazing as they were. There was the GFC. 
and they're all gone. They tell me, like, even still, like, I loved working at Lonely Planet. So a year and a half ago, I saw its job ad, and I'm like, yeah, that 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 is me. And then the recruiters like, oh, by the way, it's Lonely Planet. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I could go that. So anyway, I'm working there, and there's people who still know my mates, and it's it's good times. But I've got the most boring job socials. Um, <laughs> Like, I've tried the elevator pitch. I've tried different roles. But honestly, the best I can come up with is, uh, hi, my name's Neil. Um, I'm really good with spreadsheets. Is that your thing? I really, honestly, seriously, I've considered making my uh, resume just Neil Robinson, contact phone number, and really fucking good with Microsoft Excel. Since I've been in this job, I've mm. realized how many people are horrible at Excel. Oh, my God. Like, very basic formulas. Yeah. Yeah, like... It, I don't know. Like, if you if you're used to something, like I'm sure to to me, even uh, even an analytic software system that you understand might be a bit mm. complicated. Like, I'm not talking about podcasts because obviously they're the most complicated. This is the easiest thing I've ever put together. I oh, know, but the analytics. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that shit's whacked. I can't figure that out at all. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's like the uh, the Freeman's, you know, the TV ad. The bloke just can't can't work. It can't out. do it. He's uh, he's just it's just it's. It's probably easy, but he just can't get his head around how to get into it. But anyway, that's my job. I deal with data, I deal with systems, and I try and make them a better company. Okay, why do you reckon? Um, why do you reckon? You know, the people aren't buying these books. Obviously, you're pretty clever on this digital stuff. Oh yeah. What do you? What do they reckon? Like, what do they reckon the issue is? People are still buying books. Um, there's still like the original people who bought Lonely Planet were the with a baby boomer dot com uh, so they'd sorry. read it while they were out there right yeah, yeah like baby like the original guy who started up tony and maureen his wife um they they started up for that you know that glut of people who started to travel the world after the wars and they're traveling again they've got disposable cash when they're not buying up every piece of property in melbourne that i could possibly wish to buy and doing so for half a million dollars <laughs> more than i wish to spend uh, by the way, by the way, you're all jerks because I'm trying to buy property right now. Um, it's a little sore spot. They're traveling. They're spending their cash. Um, mm. So they're still buying the books. It's nice. You know, you don't have to have Wi-Fi, you know, in a new country. You can just open a, a, a bit of paper and it's still there. Um, but it's just never going to be what it used to be. Do you uh, think it's like people just Google stuff and they don't oh, like, totally. you know... Uh, TripAdvisor and um, there's some bloke's a- blog... Yeah, we, we actually had... Um, Flickr Pinterest. We had uh, my uh, future sister-in-law and uh, her partner, Steve. They lived in New York for about seven months. That's enough time to get to know somewhere like better than you would as a tourist, right? Yeah. So they compiled this list and then we got it when I went to New York a few years ago. Then we added to it and then I've passed that on and it's been added and added and added to. Oh, it's a community resource. Yeah. Is it, is it on Google Docs? Like, what are you doing with that? How do you publish that? Uh, you know, actually, awkwardly, that's I think it's just an email. It's an email I should put that on Google Docs, shouldn't I? It's a forward list, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone's going to New York and wants that list, let me know. Because there is on there a bar that Justin Timberlake owns, and I forget what it's called, but occasionally he's been known just to rock in on a, uh, on a given day and just play an hour of an acoustic set and then shoot off. I don't know how I feel about that. You're not a fan of JT? I, my One of the best concerts I've ever been to, that future sex love sound. <laughs> I'm sure it's an amazing show, but it, it is different to my musical tastes. What are your musical tastes? My musical tastes more lend themselves to throwing up the horns than screaming and throwing my panties on stage. 
Um, not that I'm against the throwing my panties on stage to some uh, some heavy metal people, but so you know, heavy metal. Yeah. Are we talking like Metallica heavy metal or and beyond? Like Explain. Metallica is a, obviously a nice gateway to uh, like they're, so they're, they're just the gatekeeper. Yeah, they were like a stadium. An intro. They're a stadium band. They, like I've also seen them, and it was amazing. I caught uh, James Hetfield's sweatband. Oh really? I had, yeah. a, I had a friend who was their tour manager, and like in one year they were doing this. Or not tour manager. She was like on their production crew, like getting all their shit set up, organizing flights and stuff oh, for the roadies. Horrible. All that horrible logistics job. She loved it. Okay. This was at a time when they were doing every single continent around the world, a show on every continent, including Antarctica. So she got to go and hang out with a bunch of penguins. They and, they play in weird joints. And Lars though. And <laughs> they play in weird joints. Yeah. Like San Quentin. I don't know what this. Oh, that's the prison. Yep. Yeah, but that's that's kind Saint of anger in there. that's kind of like metal. Like, there's yeah. a lot of dark, shitty stuff going on in a mm. prison, right? So, like, let's get a bunch of uh, makeup artists yep. and uh, make our long-haired dudes look pretty. Who's the biggest heavy metal band in the world in that genre? Not in terms of popularity in mainstream, but. Like, who would like, sell out the concert the most? I have no idea about this stuff. Surely topic. Metallica's got to be. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Go, like, one step on from Metallica. As in uh, as in heavier, deeper, darker. I don't know. Um, they, this is a thing. Like, the sooner, the, the heavier you go, the more fragmented you get. Like, mm. everything has got, uh, like, there's a, it's not just heavy metal. There's thrash metal, speed metal. There's. Uh, What's the difference? It's it's all about the sound your guitars tune to, the amount of distortion on is that, it. The is that literally the drums, the scale? The speed of the music. Yeah. Like if you want to get really fucking depressed, go look up Sludge or uh yeah, I don't know. Do they have weird film clips and stuff? Like is it just people yelling into a microphone? There is a bit of that. There's definitely that. Um, you know, these are guys who are both simultaneously trying to be quite professional uh, in their sound but also trying to be gritty in their looks. Are they chill? Like, I imagine most of these and stuff? Are they just like, good. yeah, it's just our like, way of blah, blah. As far as I understand, some of the Metallica dudes are, are stone-cold sober. Like, Metallica are now? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, like, you know, these are dudes who have... Uh, like, there's... Like, any group of society, like, there are vegans out there. There are straight-edge dudes. There are straight-edge vegans. Uh, there's a difference, Pete. Um, yeah. And, yes. and so they're, they're just leading their life. So they just happen to, like their music guttural right that's a good that's a good little term yeah guttural yeah guttural I What's, think I said it, I think I think oh crap now we've uh, done you've done it you've got it so well without bringing out a pronunciation thing <sighs> that's why we had you on this show because you're so good at <laughs> pronunciation um yeah so uh no I don't get that thrash metal thing uh I was I, an angry young man is that what it is about like anarchy is that how it started? I was rebelling against my my really caring, nice, <laughs> middle-class, upper-middle-class white parents. Parents who just love you for you and you're yeah, like, look, who supported me, who just wanted me, wanted the best for me, who still now want the best for me, you know, ring yeah. up just to see how I'm going. Um, you can't get off the phone quick enough. <laughs> who, who will quite willingly drive up to Melbourne to, you know, hang out mm. rather than me go down all the way down the morning to finish your life. That's like a 45-minute drive. Your man. parents... Uh, Retreat down there is very lovely. It is amazing. I'd go down there every day if I could. Yeah, but be weird because they're not my parents, but 
But then mum would have to like cook food for me and she's like an amazing cook and it's just a hassle, man. For you or her? (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing that she'd love cooking meals. She does, but like, you know what I mean? You've got to rebel against something. Drew, why not rebel against your mum? (laughs) (laughs) What a great cause. Yeah, so that's that's exactly how I ended up, uh, you know, Rolling through the the Smashing Pumpkins, Faith No More, Metallica to the Smashing Pumpkins. There's yeah, one. Yeah, bullet with uh, bullet with butterfly wings. That was that was a gateway. Right. I don't listen to a lot, but he's got such a such a distinctive voice. He he does, and it, to me, it never worked with anything else. Like he tried a few other bands. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Zach De La Rocca of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those guys are like little, little band sluts, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And you put Tom Morello, oh. his guitar sounds, who was the guitarist of Rage Against the Machine, you put him in another band and you're like, yeah, nah, it doesn't work. You need, you need Zach spitting fire over the top of it. Not a fan of Chris Cornell. Look, I loved Chris Cornell in his in Soundgarden. Like, uh, yeah. one of my favourite t-shirts as a teenager was, uh, was a Soundgarden t-shirt. I saw Audio Slave once. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good. Look at Good, like their big sound. If I'd never heard Rage and I'd never heard Soundgarden, I reckon I would have been a massive fan. But to me, it was a disappointment of the two combined. It was a a weird, shitty Mm. compromise rather than the sum of the two are better than the the whole, that saying, that idiom. Uh, Let's talk about up north in the world. I'm not quite sure how I've linked this together. Uh, You're essentially half Canadian. Yeah, so I married a a, a tiny Canadian... uh, Lady, yes, uh, the Donskys. Explain this. Explain. You spent last year. You over there? Was it uh, snow? We, we, we spent years? a month or two over there. We got married over there. Um, I was traveling. Was that last year or is that like three years ago? Uh, we spent a month or two there last year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, June, July. That's right, yeah. Um, What's it like? Never been? It's like going to Australia. Um, but snow, I, snowier. Yeah, we've got a big. She misses home, right? You know, it's a long mm. way. It's sixteen thousand k's each, depending way. where you're drawing the lines from and to. She's west coast, though, right? She's west coast, so it's so still it's technically bit, easier. Yeah, um, a little bit less of the Frenchophiles. Yeah, um, not, is there many Frenchies on the west? No, nah, but they have to understand French. Like it's the second language. They've got they national speak language. It? Yeah, uh, Dawn's like, it? Yeah, she's actually going through like a a relearn French thing just so that her, she's more fluent. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, like everything is in French. Like it's a dual language country. Every mm. kid has to learn French. You get on a plane, uh, Air Canada, and every announcement is in English and in French. That's crazy. Uh, bonjour, madame et monsieur. Blah, blah, blah. Is that that's about, about, is that that's about it? That's as far as I can get. Yeah. And like um, you go to the supermarket and you're looking at the milk and you're like, well... I'm going to pick up that milk because that one's in English. I'm, that might be a bit racist or something. I'm not quite sure. No, but, that's what you... But it really turns out that every carton is two-sided. Like, one side that is, is exactly crazy. the same stuff. I had no idea it was... Yeah, every department has got two... Like, government department's got two names. It's got the English name and the French name. Um, and they don't line up the acronyms. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit confusing. Yeah. So, like, the CPP is the union of such and such yeah you get what i'm saying so yeah yeah yeah. in english it's no good they keep the french uh, acronyms often right would you live there no because it snows <laughs> that's see that's the argument snow is lovely but it's you have to deal very with it. very inconsiderate it is look the first snow is beautiful the place is 
wide, it's lovely, it's it's beautiful, and then it, it kind of melts and it freezes, and I slip over on my ass, and I'm six foot two, and that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. The worst is when the um on the curbs when the uh, when the ice freezes and you can still see the water underneath it. It's not oh, yeah. fully frozen. You, you step on it, it, you're done. Straight if you through. if you step in it, you go straight through, or you slide and RIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you try and step over it, which means you overstep. You're over your center of balance and, and just suddenly tits up. Yeah, yeah. Now over there, is that are they like hockey mostly, or what, oh, what's they're all about hockey? Yeah, the Stanley Cups. That um, you know, US. Who's on Canada. the west side? The west side is the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks. Yeah. Um, the Calgary and, Flames and Montreal thingies are over the there. Montreal's side. the other side, and yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, at a previous job, we had an office in Toronto, so I decided I'd go for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Just saw one game. Great um, kit. I've almost been divorced over that. Really? Yeah, it's it's like, um, I don't know, it's like so Adelaide, Melbourne, So there's infighting in footy. Canada. Oh, so, totally. so they don't hate all the American teams. I figure they'd hate the Rangers or Anaheim or something. You always hate, like you hate everyone who's not you. True. Right? Let, let's, hate's obviously a strong word. I only hate Hawthorne in AFL, that's it. But you hate your neighbour more than you hate anyone else. Because they're same, same, but different. I like my neighbours. Yeah, but they're jerks. Yeah, I live in Footscray. We lost the, the grand final to Footscray. Yeah, but how, how big a jerks are the people like the wankers in, I don't know, Yarraville? I'm just picking it. Nah, but they paint everything red, white and blue. For <laughs> like everything got painted. I was like, what the hell? Did that infuriate you? Nah. Oh, God damn it. I you're, like that you're, you're not the, proving my point. I know, yeah, I'm I'm going against your point here. No, but it's true. It, it is. But like, they don't they I don't get violent in Canada, though, do they? Yeah, hockey rights. What they're rights. burning cars and stuff, dude. Really, seriously? I didn't know they had hockey rights. Come back to all right. You've got a Google machine Hold over on. here. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Vancouver. Right, we come back to right. actual Google machines later. What am I Vancouver searching? hockey riot. Uh, what year was the Winter Olympics in Vancouver? It was that year. I think it was the Stanley Cup. Full on burning cars in the streets because the US beat Canada, Ooh. and then Canada beat the US in the Olympics. It was like the most abysmal display of human uh, humankind. Not that I've ever seen, but 2011. 2011. Uh, and while we're on this topic, wow. um, you also want to Google for your own own time something called Letterkenny. Hold on. L-E-T-T-E-R. 140 people injured, one critically, four people were stabbed, nine police officers injured, and 101 people were arrested. Yeah, and they all apologised afterwards. They laid 887 charges against 301 people. Not going to Canada at all. And then the cops apologised to them. Oh. You know, they're all pretty polite. Okay, sorry, eh? Yeah, like, seriously, you can just walk out in the middle of the street, just just as a pedestrian, start walking, and a car will, like, screech to a stop and be like, oh, sorry, eh? Really? What's that about? That's all I've got. I've only <laughs> got those two. That's it. I don't that's, know. That's honestly, it's about as far as I only know one Canadian. Uh, other than Dornsky? I know two. All right. Who, who's your other? Wade. Oh, yeah, Wade. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's got a strong about. He does. He's yeah. uh, he's from Calgary. Really? So that's that's Alberta. That's... BC's the one on the, the west coast and then Alberta's the one on the other side of the... Uh, so a long way. That's why he's always real tired when he has to go home. It's not that long. Like, it's another maybe two hours for Vancouver on a plane. Not it's the bad. equivalent of uh, Western Australia, though, in terms of it's got all the mining resource money. And so they've got really? this ultra-conservative... Like coal mine? They have coal mines there, right? Yeah. It's mostly oil and diamonds. So they've diamonds. got oil sands and they've got 
diamonds. Right. Um, so De Beers, the the massive evil uh, mm. mining company empire, allegedly, yep. Yep. is up there too. They right. Some headquarters up there. You ever been to a diamond mine? I've never been to a diamond mine. Uh, you can't prove anything and please don't check in my bum. <laughs> I, I've been to one in WA. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, mate, that is bum. some serious security. That's a bit rude. That's so, serious security. Yeah, like It's literally downs. like... No, 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 no pat downs. But it's literally like a pit. Reach rounds? Of, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I was going to the wrong mine. <laughs> you know, the wrong shift or something. Uh, but the no, cameras, the lights down. that apparently look like it's midday. Oh, really? On this pit, yeah. And then when you go to mines, I don't know if they still do this. It's like five years ago. You turn up and you'd, uh, you'd sign in and they give you like a, like, a, uh, like a small sack, like a bag. I shouldn't have said the word sack. Now, I don't, when Pete's not here, you don't need to assume he's, uh, he's level. But, and they give it to you, right? And it contain, it's got like nine marbles. This is what happens when... If I had Pete here, he'd just be laughing himself too. <laughs> oh, but sorry, yeah. second marbles has got me for some reason. <laughs> you are... And it's got one black one in there. And if you pull it out, you get... You go in for drug testing or an alcohol testing. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. everyone's, everyone's tested. However, I was at a talk not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and there was a, I don't know if he's a head of sports science. He could have been at St. Kilda Football Club. Okay. And he was explaining this technology is developed by an American company. It's just like a wristband. And it was developed for, I think, the US military. What it does is tracks your sleep patterns, um, fatigue levels mainly. So it's a Fitbit. Uh, but like Fitbit on steroids. Oh. Right? So if you're on steroids, it picks it up. It, it actually probably might. Anyway, so this thing measures everything, right? What happens, what they use it for at football is when people turn up, like athletes turn up and they get this, they're inspected, they're banned and they have like a low, like a really high fatigue level or something. They go and put them, they either say, have this day off, go home, recover, or they put them in the um, flotation tanks. Um, You know, flotation tanks? Because you get like real good sleep in there. Anyway, I went and looked at this company. Now, you can't buy this stuff. Right? Like you've got to be like part of a big organization or something. So it was like skins. Oh no, wait, they don't give those away. You have to buy those. <laughs> yes, they're dead now, aren't they? I think they're yeah. dead. Um, anyway, they were these bands. Um, and what happened was they started using them on the mine site. And they, that's how they determine whether miners would, be, would complete their shift. Is they'd scan these bands and it's something like ridiculously high. This isn't a Pete's fact. This is actual fact. If you have like, if you're only 85% awake or something, it's definitely over 80, over 85% awake, you, it is the equivalent of you operating at a blood alcohol level of 0.11. Yeah, Mythbusters did some, uh, some gear on that. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And it's 85% awake. So the, the best one is like 92% and then they dictate people's shifts now by that technology. Mine sites are crazy. Last job I worked in was in the mining industry. We had consultants going out to mine sites. They work some ridiculous shifts, like 12 to 16 hour shifts. Um, and then because they're in the middle of nowhere and basically living on site, they do massive rotations. Mm. Like we had guys who were doing like 14, uh, yeah, like two weeks on, one week off. Like so every day straight. Mm. Um, we had dudes who do two months straight. It's not good. It's probably not ideal. That said, they're good pay. 
shit ton of money. Yeah. 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 Like that's retiree money. Yeah, yeah. If pay you can, your, if you do it well. Pay off your house, pay off your, your coke habit, whatever it is. <laughs> Talk about stimulants. This actually was on the list and we've stimulants. done a great segue into the segue. Into this. Segue. segue. Oh, I, I can't see it. the screen. I so I, I'm just... Um, no, there's nothing on the screen. This just tells me if we're still recording because who knows what will happen. Uh, coffee. You're, you're a bit of a coffee connoisseur. I, tr- I like it. I, I've, I've, I feel that if you're going to live in Melbourne, you have to embrace the complete wankerdom that is Melbourne coffee. 100%. Like if someone tries Don't to... Don't pay tr- it out. Jump straight in. Yeah. Get involved. Like if someone tries to charge you $3.40, you've got to like just throw that shit back in their face and be like, I won't drink this swell. That- <laughs> yeah, fair go. It's like four bucks. It's an absolute rort. Yeah, uh, dude. I'm not complaining the system. I'm just going to go along with it. No, no, but that's now the standard. Like everywhere it is four bucks, which is nice. I, I get annoyed when it's like, it's uh, $4.05. You're like, what do you mean five cents? Who has five cents? Exactly. If it's not taken by a parking meter, it shouldn't be currency. Parking meter? I thought you were just like pure Uber these days. No, no parking meter. I've got to park my car. But yeah. I do that on the phone app. But if it doesn't have the phone, there's a phone app now. Yeah, yeah you can course. do that. Well, there's two. But like sometimes they don't have them there. That's that is that is third world. Mm. That's that is definitely a third you know how world they get problem. you now. How's that? Is you used to be able to sit when this app was first released. It was released in the uh, law district of the of the city, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> and you could sit there in your office and just keep topping up. Yeah. They then dug up sections of the parking bays all in that area of the city, and put um, weight sensors in them. Oh, right. So you can't just top up because once it's only time, once off your app, it's then timed for two hours. So you can drive your car forward and then reverse it again. Yeah, yeah, and that but you triggers have to it. leave that spot. Yeah. Yeah, so you basically have to be that bloke who who walks along like this. There's dudes trawling down these little laneways in Melbourne looking for a spot. You'd be the bloke who walks up with his car keys in his hand, get in your car, drive out, and then back it straight back in. Meanwhile, there's dudes behind you like, no! But you do the old, you do the old, shake your head. I can't do nah. it. No one gets on the podcast. Sorry, not leaving. Like Christmas shopping. <laughs> I understood it. Yeah, yeah, you did. That was lucky. But you know, Christmas shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you just point at your little trolley. You I like shopping? The, oh yeah, go go. I don't think they've got those. Oh no, they do. They have little trolleys in the law area because they've got the, all their books and files and cases and shit. Yeah, why aren't they entirely? <laughs> Like, if there was one industry that should go paperless. Because oh have you seen their filing system? Yeah. That's the most cooked stuff in the world. That's insane. Oh, but seriously, man, like, have you gone hard on the house buying thing? Like, have you even got to the stage where you're like, yeah, send me the contract for this. I want to review it. I've received one contract. All that shit's paper still. Like, yeah. it physically Oh, no, no, the- I got it. No, no, I got it. I got it electronically. They emailed it to you, yeah. but you've got to physically sign it and give it to them. I've, what about a digital signature? I don't think they do that. I've got, yeah, that man. Could be. yeah, man, I've got digital signatures and everything. Man, Southeast Pran Windsor. Get with the game, guys. <laughs> I printed out a 60-page contract yesterday. I was standing in the bloody work coffee. Oh, hang on. No, Jules. Jules, I was not standing in the photocopy room <laughs> printing out 60 pages of contract. The, I was waiting for some important work documents. What's your view on this? Are you reading that contract? Yeah. Um, why, why don't you pay a lawyer to do it? And go, you know what? Because my time's worth less than this. That's in the lawyer. Fair call, fair call. <laughs> That's right. But I'm of a view of like, I probably don't know what some of that stuff means. And I feel like if I went to a lawyer and they said it costs, like even if it's a mate or something, I don't know. I don't actually know any lawyers who would do that but and you're like just summarize this tell me what am i in for 
Yeah, there's look most of it. Do you not think that's a better use of your time? Honestly, is, funds come into it. Yeah, if they're super expensive, totally. like they can go jam If you're doing it. every single one and it's costing you a grand or whatever for them to just read a piece of paper. But you can, I don't know, in my opinion, you can also sort of rely on just systems and processes. Like people aren't really out to shaft you. They're just trying to get their house sold and move on. Like they've got a No, no, I'm not, I'm not having a crack at the people selling no, their no, house. No, no, But there's like the... The real estate agents in the middle, like it's not a contract with them. It's a contract between the buyer and the seller. Mm. So the agent in the middle can be a dodgy, dodgy bastard. In fact, I... I, I come from a family of real estate agents. And I feel that like I've got a lot of mates who are and I call them <laughs> dodgy bastards to their face. Uh, g'day, Brett. How you going? Um, yes, I would like you to sell my house. Um, be as dodgy as you want then. I thought we were talking about Ben Hegarty then, but go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Another ex-roller. Um... But you can kind of rely on the fact that they're all just like whoever's writing up, whoever's putting that, that contract together is just grabbing something like the last one they use and pasting the new details at the end. Mm. So read the end, the details at the end. Like read a, a contract once and then look at the bits which change from contract to contract. Yeah. Like sure, it's got a different end. In fact, you see the same contract over and over. It's copy and paste, exactly. change the address. Exactly. Mm. Like there's about four templates. It's like resumes. True. Have true. you ever uh, you've ever put out a job ad and had to sift through people's resumes? No. People just use the same fucking template. Yeah, but like I, I think res- I don't really give a stuff for resumes. I prefer to get someone in and talk to them. Yeah, but you work in an amazing, you know, disruptive industry where you know it's about ideas and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's just, that's just, I was hoping that something inspirational and deep would come to me midway through that, but it didn't. Well. Let's uh let's talk about something inspirational deep. What are your wise words for the day? Oh god, I tried to think about this yesterday and I came up with nothing and on the spot right now, <laughs> now I'm still nothing. coming up with nothing. Um I think that uh, you just have to be true to yourself and if you really want something, you should work hard for it. I said that the other day and Pete told me to fuck off. You you can achieve what you want. No, and this sounds like my mum and I really wanted to rebel against that. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Are you, how do you feel about Pete not being here? Like, Pete's a nice bloke. Um, I feel the conversation sits at a lot higher level, this conversation. This could have gone anywhere with old mate here. Yeah, it has gone pretty much anywhere today. Like, I don't know. No, no, but it could have gone like just some real dumb stuff. (laughs) It did go to from. It would have started like this. It would have started. There would have been two things that would have been said. One, I have a question. And by that, I mean I have something to say. (laughs) Pete loves that. And au contraire, mon frere. (laughs) There he's too little to say. He doesn't mind it. I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have Pete on. I'm not saying that you should always have Pete on. He is he is second billing, though. He is part of this show, and I, I think he should be here. Uh, I don't personally have any opinions. I've gone really on the fence with that, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Your right butt, butt must be hurting. Yeah, the, uh, it is, but that's because I went to the gym. <laughs> I, I think uh, I do have a little bet with myself about how long he can keep this up. Is, is Pete playing a caricature of himself at the moment? Sometimes I think he is. He's not. It literally, that is Pete. I know it is, but like I feel like he's self-aware enough to know. Like we're going back to the Carl Pilkinson argument. But yeah. Look, I feel like he should be self-aware. He's a smart bloke. But as he said the other day, That's he has not one creative bone in his body. This is the first creative outlet he's ever had. Yeah, it's true. I've seen his Instagram. <laughs> Do you know what his Instagram handle is? Yeah, it's uh, it's Peter. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll uh, we'll finish up on the uh, on the podcast. Neil, absolute uh, pleasure. We should have you back for uh, 
for just highbrow conversation. <laughs> so highbrow. Maybe maybe when Pete's back and he might be able to learn a couple of things. Uh, we'll put a photo of Neil up on um, on the Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe, even though I have no idea how many people are subscribed to this <laughs> podcast because I can't work it out. Uh, it's four. It's, it's definitely four. It's definitely four. It's definitely four. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Ciao. See you, Neil.